0: Chapter 72. Uruguay Provincial Park, Argentina. Search for the Bay Ring Tyrannulet. It wasn't too far to the next place, so we were in no rush to leave. We packed and made it down for another breakfast of mate cocido and dos media lunas. I'm not terribly impressed by the Argentinian breakfast. We set off, and a couple of bus rides later, we were in the town of Wanda, where we got off, not even knowing if there was anywhere to stay, I walked a small grassy plaza and asked a group of women sat in a garden nearby if they knew of anywhere to stay. As luck would have it, one of them had a hospedaje nearby. She was very nice, and it was really cheap, just ten pesos each. She had a little commodore downstairs and was nice enough to bring our pizza and salad upstairs to the table outside our room. We had no TV, so we entertained ourselves by playing cards and reading until we were tired enough to sleep. I wanted to visit the Uruguay Provincial Park that I had heard about from Tim, It was quite easy to get to from Wanda and just a 45-minute ride on the bus. All the signs and buildings of the guard post seemed to be quite modern and seemed to have quite a bit of money spent on them. I asked a park guard about the trails and he pointed me in the right direction. It seemed that we didn't even have to pay to go in. Easy to get to and free. My kind of birding. The birding started off good and I saw some nice birds including the colourful plush crested jay. I got quite a few lifers but none of my target species and the activity soon died down. Mosquitoes hadn't been much of a problem, but as the day wore on, flies were quite numerous, and by the early afternoon we were surrounded by hundreds of them, which is very annoying. The bus apparently didn't go back until 5pm, which still gave us another hour to kill, so I went to go and look for some more birds. I left my girlfriend sitting on a bench, swatting flies. At 5 we went out to the road to wait for the bus. While we were waiting, I spotted the beautiful red-breasted toucan hopping about in the lower branches of a tree nearby, and I went over to take a photo. The bus soon came, which was a relief after such a long day. We'd both had headaches all day, maybe from the heat or the stress of the flies. The woman who ran the hospedaje invited us to a party when we got back. It turned out to be kind of a fete at a local school in celebration of San Juan. For some reason people walk on fire, although we didn't stick around for that. We did try to get some local food at the stalls they had. We had some nice empanadas and something called sopa paraguaya, which was like a soggy quiche. We were exhausted and didn't hang around for the rest of the festivities, but went back for an early night. The next day I woke up a little bit late and then ran down to the bus station but made it in time. Before getting on, I bought a bag of cheapas, a kind of cheesy bagel that's helping me put on weight at the moment. It was brighter and hotter than the day before, and I feared that it would be quieter for birding, but I was wrong. It turned out to be great. The first bird I saw was a little chestnut-bellied euphonia. Next I saw a couple of rare tyrant flycatchers, one called the southern bristle tyrant and another called the bay ring tyranulite. Some ground birds crossed the trails in front of me as I walked along, including the seldom-seen brown tinamou and a big group of spot-winged woodquails, which were beautifully patterned and had bright red faces. One of the trails I walked along was called Sendero, Las Malvinas, after the Argentinian name for the Falkland islands. One of the park guards I'd spoken to the previous day had mentioned that there was a bus back at 2pm, and as I promised, I would try and catch it. I had to rush around the last trail to make it back in time. I was a few minutes late and wasn't too disappointed when it never came along. I guess I'd missed it. That gave me another couple of hours round the trails again, and I saw a nice male, black-throated trogon. The flies were a bit of a pain again, but I think I was starting to get used to them. On my last time round, I bumped into an American couple with a local guide who was dressed like Indiana Jones. He spoke to me in a strange mix of English and Spanish and told me some of the things they'd seen. My girlfriend had gone off to meet me at the bus, but it was late and she started worrying that I'd run off with some pretty park guard. In the morning, I got the old lady at the hotel to fill my flask with hot water so we could drink mate on the bus. The silly old biddy hadn't put the top on properly, and halfway to the terminal I noticed hot water was leaking out of the flask and into my bag. I opened it to find my worst fears confirmed. The hot water had gone all over my camera, which had stopped working. We went to Puerto Iguazú, where we changed buses to Ciudad de Leste in Paraguay.